welcome back to mental health matters how are you doing how are you coping how are you dealing with the shutdown stay at home period it's actually not easy for anybody not even me talking to you right now but we have we all have to go through the stage so we can have good results and return back to functionality as soon as possible now right now there's a time for self-reflection there's a time to reflect on your past and compare it with your present okay what have you done differently what have you been able to achieve between the time of shutdown to this particular day you're listening to this podcast and if you haven't been able to achieve anything what are you going to do differently how are you going to change it is there a particular behavior you want to change is there a professional cause you've always said you wanted to do but because of your time you spend in the office you couldn't do it now you have the chance because you you may be working remotely from home and you may have that leverage to actually do every other extra activities you didn't have the chance to do before so which online courses or professional courses do you wish to do and also what new skills do you want to develop if you're coming out from covid19 shutdown stay safe at home period you're supposed to be coming out with something new a new part of you an evolving part of you an enhanced part of you the fact that you're more aware of who you are and you can control what you want where you want to be at any given time an important question is after asking yourself these questions when do you want this change to be done when do you want to start are you starting now when you're procrastinating and tomorrow to next tomorrow or what's the case what do you want specifying your achievements this period it's quite easy it could be an online course related to your field or not related to your field it could be another field you want to jump into and this is the time where you can just build your CV, your curriculum writer, so that by the time the pandemic is over, you can easily just pilot yourself to the other profession you wish to continue with. The achievement could also be changing character, like I mentioned in the questions I said you may ask yourself. Habits, perception, or developing existing behavioral persuasion and communication skills. It could even be new hobbies. Look at me. I never liked reading novels. Novels were like one of the boring, boring, in fact, it's anything like boringest. So boring. Forgive my English, but I, I really don't fancy novels. But now I read novels because I have to develop a new hobby, a new me. And now I even enjoy reading novels because I'm totally used to it and I'm now very comfortable. That is habits for you. And it could even be time management, balancing all the sides of your life, like learning how to balance between um, doing office work and personal life or office work and love life. Balance is basically everything. Once you can find balance in your activities, you have high chances of finding happiness. You could even top up knowledge with documentaries or articles or even do a research work. It's actually very good. This is a time to top up all the possible skills you can think of. 
or add to your obvious list. The most beautiful thing about self-reflection is that it helps to manage and reduce stress. It keeps you in a very peaceful platform that nothing, nothing triggers your emotions and extreme positions without you being fully aware of it. It also helps you sleep properly and even helps you know yourself. You know when you know yourself, you feel so confident. Your charisma just increases without you trying to force it or without you trying to pretend that you're trying to be confident, like I'm confident. So, or you don't just prove your points, like I'm trying to prove my points. Your points proves their points. Constant self-reflection improves one's ability to remain focused and to concentrate on the now and also look forward to the future, the possible optimistic future. It allows you to change that bad habit that you've found hard to change for a while and you've actually even gotten frustrated over and it reduces the habit of being angry or being jealous about the older person or having pride, unexplained pride. You just, you just see yourself defending and justifying every single thing. You can never be wrong. You always right. I have this more than this or I am better than this person. Those are all maladaptive behaviors and negative attitudes that do not bring anything good to you. In all this good aspect of self-reflection, there is actually one big role, one very big role, that, um, which is learning from the past and developing or creating ways to avoid the same action or response from happening again. You cannot um, practice self-reflection and repeat the same response or reaction more than once or twice okay once is manageable or twice self-reflection helps you limit the time you make the same error you make the same mistake so aside from the questions that i actually laid out earlier um there are also some few exercises to practice when doing self-reflection um self-reflection is not really easy for people that have never tried it before or people that are just trying it it's easier for people that have constantly done it from time to time they kept on practicing it they just find it as part of themselves but if you are going to be practicing self-reflection for the first time it's not a bad thing it's a good thing it's actually one step further to being that beautiful you that you imagine you can be the first exercise I would like to mention is the three whys. Now, three whys are simply asking yourself three different questions when making a decision to respond or to act to any situation or scenario at any particular time. So first you ask yourself, why do I want to do this? Why is this important? Why is whatever you state it's whatever you state as the importance. Why is this reason that I'm giving as its importance validating my action? So after answering these three whys or asking these three whys and 
the three wise gives you a good reason and clarity to go ahead with confidence to act in the way that you wish is actually valid to act then you can go ahead it's actually very good because it checks and balances your actions it justifies your actions so that if you're being questioned you can stand for yourself any single time the next one is expanding your emotional vocabulary by expanding your emotional vocabulary it's simply um, identifying your feelings and expressing them just to where they are so if you're happy there are different ways of saying you're happy i can be happy but it still doesn't explain how joyful i may feel i don't say i'm excited because when i'm excited it's different from being elated or it's different from being great though they're all slightly different but it's just um, different ways of expressing that I'm happy. Then if I say I'm sad and I should go for and ask myself, yes, I'm sad. But how do I feel now that I am sad? Do I feel upset? Or do I feel angry? Or do I feel resentful? Which one? Or do I feel tormented? Or do I feel pained? Or do I feel challenged? Which of them? So, defining your emotional feelings just the way they are is actually very important in doing self-reflection. It makes it easy for you to heal, easy for you to change from that situation, easy for you to avoid that situation and the nearest future. So, my, my next point is practicing saying no to yourself. Sometimes we all find to say no. I do find it to say no sometimes to myself. Sometimes I just feel like, man, if, if, if you're going to say no, you're just going to hate yourself right now. You just have to say yes, say yes. But you know that saying no will save you a lot. But that very um, pinchy part of you keeps on saying, say yes, say yes, because if you say no, this is what will happen. It's not right. There's a part, there's, there's, there's a proverb that we used to sing in primary school. I don't know if it still goes on right now. Wherever you be, wherever you be, do not say yes when you need to say no. Wherever you be, wherever you be. Yeah, don't mind my ugly voice. <laughs> So the ability to say no to oneself in order to put off short-term gratification for long-term gain is an important life skill. For example, you know um, our muscles, they strengthen with exercise, right? Yeah, that's true. That's how the more you practice saying no at the right time, it saves you a lot. It even helps you to withstand major temptations in the future, it gives you that form of self-discipline that you don't have to even criticize yourself for even saying no or tell yourself ill things. Why did you say no? Now I won't have that stuff. And now she'll feel bad. Now she'll feel bad. Oh my god, I didn't get it. I will never ever get it again. No, that's so wrong. When it's time to say no, say no. 
when it's time to say yes, say yes. So my next point here is break visceral reactions. Break visceral reactions. This is basically thinking objectively before acting on any situation at all. It's almost like the the, act, the three whys, asking the three whys, which justifies your action, especially in situations where you're triggered by anger or frustration. It gives you a time to reassess the importance or the value of your response or your reaction. It gives you time to think twice that, is this thing I'm about to say worth it? Is this uh, reaction I'm about to express worth it? It just saves you a lot of trauma and puts, um, I mean, gives you more respect. That self-respect for yourself. So basically, that's what it is. So think twice before acting. It's really important. Another thing is being accountable for your flaws. Now, we all have flaws. We're not perfect. But being aware of it and accepting it, but yet not changing it, it's like having or leaving a job half done or you're given an assignment at school and you don't complete it. Then you go to school and you submit half assignment and you get half mark. And you'll be like, uh, why did the teacher fail me? You failed yourself. The teacher didn't fail you and the boss didn't fail you or didn't demote you because they wanted to or because you underperformed, knowing that you're supposed to fully perform. So it's simple. Let's make it practical. You know cowtail or you shot that very sweet strong part of meat that is basically the muscle. So when you cook it, when you cook it half done, and you know you tasted it and you knew it was half done, and you left it that way, who is going to complete it for you? Nobody. And then you went ahead to prepare that sweet vegetable soup or that sweet tomato sauce. And you give everybody to eat. Yay, we're all at home. Stay at home. Let's eat together. Jolly together. And everybody's eating. And everybody's looking at your face like, <laughs> And I'm like, sorry, Funke. Sorry, not to be biased. Or oh, sorry, Ada. Or sorry, Ifoma. Or whoever the person is. And says, you did not boil the meat well. The meat is so strong. So strong, mommy is so strong, she's not boiling well, and you'd be so angry they're saying ill things to you. Meanwhile, you knew the work was half done, or the meat was half done, and you went ahead knowing that this is the possible reaction you're gonna get. And you went ahead and you got it, and then you're angry. What good is it? So if you're aware of your flaws, it's it's not good enough. Acting and changing them, that is what is smarter. Now, some, some moments ago or some seconds ago, I talked about self-critic. So, when criticizing yourself or talking to yourself about your success or your failure, you have to pay attention to it. You have to monitor it because you don't want to overdo it in order to lose balance. Like I said, balance everything. Balance is life. Balancing your work and your marital life, your work and your emotional life your work and your family life, your work and your personal life, even your school and your social life. Now, in, in typical African home, we're not, we're not trained to know how to balance school life, 
or rather educational life and social life we we adapt into it naturally we find our way out of it naturally anyway that's why we're africans especially um blacks so we actually find our way through situations we grow and um, adapt to any situation we find ourselves so being accountable for your flaws and changing them is actually very very yeah sorry about that being being aware of how you talk to yourself is actually very important self-talk so the next um, point i want to bring out to you is improving your body language okay yeah so in the time past i i have been talking to people in this manner and they say you appear to be rude so how do you change it that's the question so do you want to be more persuasive like i named in some achievements some things that are achievable within this period do you want to change it or do you want to continue with it is there anything beneficial about it just think about it because being aware of your body language or your posture and mannerism improves your confidence and not just being aware of the wrong body language you're portraying or posture you're portraying being a, being aware of the right ones improves your confidence but being aware of the wrong ones and not changing it just like being accountable for your flaws and you're not changing it it's absolute back to square one zero and sometimes when doing self-reflection we can try playing the devil's advocate now criticizing what you think or how you believe so you act like the next person while in a conversation and you're talking that you're, you're talking about maybe the political stand in your country or whatever the world is going through right now and you know that this is a very strong point you're about to excuse me you're about to tender and you want to know how the next person you feel so you play being the next person and like okay this is this this is this is this and then you realize that maybe your belief or your way of communication or your way of questioning or your way of laying down a point actually leaves the next person thinking that you're a proud person or you're a self-centered person you are egocentric or something so then you start to question your beliefs or your values or how you communicate with people so it's actually very important so in all in all this is a time for self-reflection. I've shared with you possible exercises you can practice. I've shared with you the benefits, but I've also shared with you the importance of what self-reflection is and how we can use it in this time of staying safe at home. So practice it. Tell me how you feel. Drop a message or you can call me or you can send me a message on zero eight one six nine two four zero six zero one Nigeria code plus two three four eight one six nine two four zero six zero one. Thank you very much for listening to self reflection on mental health matters. I'll see you again next week on a new topic. Let's remember to stay safe, stay connected emotionally, stay
stay in tune and also reach out to those we care about and even all those we do not care about. Thank you very much and have a beautiful time staying at home.